the second part of uh, this month's podcast, and uh, it's it's being recorded on the 11th of January. Now, I know that we, we jumped on day one straight away, um, but we, we, we were originally thinking about doing the same for NXT New Year's Evil. However, with the... The ever-moving parts in the machine. We thought we'd hold off and uh, just see how the see how the land li- land came to to lie after the dust had settled, so to speak. Because uh, I mean, soon, sure enough, as soon as uh, as soon like the, the, as soon as we would have finished recording, uh, the news came through about the uh, about some of the fallout. But we'll t- we'll talk about that a bit later on. Anyway, my name is Damien, and I'm joined tonight by uh, by the ginger genius himself, Mr. Colin Barker. Evening, demo. And yes, we were keen last Wednesday to get on with it. And then, shall we say, the dam broke and the water and the talent went out of NXT. What the heck is happened? Now, I didn't see it coming. Or did I? There's, there's definitely something going on, something going on. Let's talk about the show first. NXT, New Year's Evil. Great little show. Uh, two hours long. I think it was about two hours. It could have been a little longer. And, of course, it's all the young guys and a few of the veterans. And we all knew what was going to happen. New Year's Evil was time for NXT 2.0 to, shall we say, remove the black and gold from NXT and put it in a box Put the lid on it and forget about it. Do you agree, Damo? Yeah, uh, it was uh, it was one of those uh, one of those things where we saw the writing on the wall um, a little while a little while back, um, and this was pretty much the the end phase, uh, so to speak. We've got um, oh, I mean, if you look at uh, what's what's happened now. Well, actually, we'll get on the releases later on, but we'll uh, we'll we'll go through the we'll go through the show first and see what uh, see you know see what comes to mind. Right, uh, back at NXT New Year's Evil, our commentator is a Wade Barrett, and uh, and the what's the other lad? I can't remember his name. Vic, Vic Joseph. Joseph? Isn't it? Yeah, Vic Joseph, yeah. canny lad, and uh, they missed Beth, but we now know why Beth's left. She's got an angle in with Edge against Marie and Miz. On uh, on the main roster, which is good for her, gives her a little run. Might get them up to uh, WrestleMania. It might just stop at uh, uh, at the Rumble, but we shall just wait and see. And I understand uh, just going through this. The first matchup was the NXT North American Championship and the NXT Cruiserweight Championship title unification match. Now say that when you haven't had four cans of Stella. I'll sort you out anyway. (laughs) So shall we say, let's say it's the veteran Roderick Strong versus the new face, Carmelo Hayes. And these two, as you expected, did a bad stormer. And always on the outside, you've got a a part of the diamond mine, and you've got Bivins, and then you've got also uh, Carmelo Hayes, Trick Williams, Sunday. And Trick him his due. He's not bad at a ring, his Trick. Quite a joy Trick in his, his little sh- shenanigans, shall we say? Yeah, he's uh, he's he's very he's, he's very talented. Um, again, it'll be it'll be good to see when he when he finally breaks out on his own. Uh, you know, he's got the partnership with Carmelo at the moment, and uh, 
obviously with Carmelo having the singles title, it would be prime. You know, I would, I would have said it would have probably been prime time, but they've they've only just say got together recently. So <laughs> they have, and the booking of this was of course well, the booking of the whole show is all one way, and you know that, that's that's what got me. And uh, Carmelo defeats Roderick with a top rope leg drop to the back of the head to become the unified NXT and Cruiserweight Championship. I just think they've got to drop the Cruiserweight like a brick, you know, like they bricked off everyone that that was ever a Cruiserweight. They've yeah. gone. Some people have found their way to different places. Jake Atlas in AAW, uh, I hear he had a match with Adam Cole, and he's, he's a little banged up after it, but good luck to you, Jake. And, of course, it always was going to be Carmelo. You know, yeah. the new face of uh, the light... I said the cruiserweights are light heavyweights. Shall we say, the little guys, shall we yeah. say, <laughs> instead of the big guys. Uh, we, we shall just wait and see. But it, it's quite easy to see what's going on here. You know, they're, they're trying to get rid of all the old and pushing the new. Now, there's ways of doing it, but this was absolutely rammed down our flipping throats. You know, oh, yeah. Roddy's a great worker. He's absolute spectacular. He takes a great bump. Absolutely fantastic. But it was all about putting over Carmelo. And he did that. He did his job. But the question is, now with Kyle O'Reilly gone, Bobby Fish gone, Johnny Gargano gone, Adam Cole gone, could Roddy be the next one down the road? Could very well be. I mean, I heard rumours that I heard some something said about him signing again recently, but I mean, there's nothing really there for him. You know, I mean, there's they, they did build a little bit. They did build up something a little bit more with him and uh, him and old um, eyebrows there, him and him and Von Wagner a bit later on. But yeah, it's it's like outside of that, there's there's nothing really there for him. There isn't, you know. Absolutely, is it's just well, what what do you think is going to happen? You know, and I think who's he going to put him in? Who's he going to put him with? And they're not going to put him with some of the young guys because he's just going to run over them, aren't they? Yeah, that's it's as simple as that. They're just gonna they're just gonna just stick it all to him, and you just think why? And you just think, okay, well he's stuck there. He could he could do work like Jeff Hardy did to get out. Yep. And I think that was a work because did he, did he decide to walk out of that match and WWE might have thought he was uh, under an influence, sacked him, and uh, he's, he's back with his brother. And that's probably what he needed to be back with his brother. But we now hear all these storylines that were going to put Jeff in. I think that's bull****. <laughs> I think they're just covering, covering backs here. I think so. Like I mean... Whereas some of it's the the thing with MSK that was pitched, which was you know where he was where Jeff Hardy was going to be the guru. Yeah, that that that's fifty fifty. That that could have been plausible, but it could have also just been ah oh, we'll 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 tide ourselves over we'll tie ourselves over and cover our backs for something just to you know just to make it look like we had any plans from it all. Which you know, I mean this has always been one of my bugbears, and this goes throughout WWE. You've got people there that are fantastically gifted at their you know at at their crafts, right on screen, they've been they've been either been wrestling for years and adapted well to the WWE style, or they've come through the performance center 
and grown up really well with the WWE style. And all of a sudden, creative has nothing for them. And you think, well, what's where's the problem with creative? Why, why, why are creative still here? This, this is a this this man has proven he can make money, or this this wrestler has proven they can make money anywhere in the world. Yeah. And why, why are we, why are we letting creative tell us that they can't transport the money from? the people that would normally go going directly to the wrestlers' pockets and to the little independent promotions' pockets into the pockets of our machine. It's, yeah. you know, you'd, you'd think they would look at the, I mean, it's the equivalent It's the equivalent of if your car breaks down, right? And it's a problem with the gearbox. It's, it's like changing the spark plugs. Well, you've got to remember, this all started uh, with Zelina and Twitch, didn't it? All yeah. about WWE uh, wanted to, uh, shall we say, take all the money and just give, uh, the the wrestler, a part of it, and they just and WG just wanted everything, and I've seen a number of quotes of people who have been offered contracts with WWE, and they said, "No, thank you, I want my own life." And these people, as we come on to later, have been dropped by like a stone, you know, yep. to use a phrase, <laughs> you yep. know, dropped <laughs> like a stone. Uh, you think, Jesus Christ. You know, this is unpleasant. Anyway, you, you've just walked us right into the second match, which is MSK and their new guru, Riddle, which I think works works absolutely fine because all three of them look like they've been having a party. It, <laughs> yeah, they, uh, they, certainly, they certainly look like they've just wandered out the back of Cheech and Chong's van. But, yeah. <laughs> but they're facing Walter at Imperium, and this is all the start of Walter moving from UK to NXT USA. Uh, he's, I understand he's now in a relationship with Ginny, and uh, I don't know if she's coming over as well. And, you know, Walter in NXT USA, you know there's only one person he's going to be going for, isn't there? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. He doesn't go for minor champion. He'll go for the top of the shop. Anyway, seeing Walter... As usual, outside those chops, you, know, you just wait for him. Riddle took one on his chest, and I don't think he sold it. I think he felt it. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, that was. It, it, it didn't have to do much work to sell that one. That one, uh, it, 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 it's one. It's one of those things where if you turned away for a second, you wouldn't be you wouldn't be uh, certain on whether that was a chop or whether someone in the audience had managed to smuggle a firearm in. It was. Uh, I I think. At the end of this match, at the end of this match, we did have a win uh, for MSK and Riddle uh, with a doomsday block was by MSK and RKO on Riddle on Bartell, uh, which got the Riddle and MSK the win. But you, you always knew that, that Walter wasn't going to get covered. Walter had to look strong in this. I, I think Imperium looked strong. MSK are, are a fantastic team. You know, I, I, I was disappointed they dropped it, but the chance of them getting it back is going to be even more fun. I'm going to enjoy yeah. that because, you know, even with their guru riddle, and I can see him popping in and out, in and out now and again, it's just like uh, the uh, Grayston Waller, who they are pushing to the absolute limit. And have got he's got a match with AJ Styles uh, tonight on the 11th uh, on NXT. And uh, I could see AJ Styles knocking seven bells the snot out of him, to be honest. 
but they always want the young guy to get over. I think it could be a sneaky, cheaty win, possibly for Waller. Or see, the trouble with Waller is he's got no mates. He's got yeah. no one, you know, like Joe Gacy's got Haaland. Yeah. And, uh, and but Waller's got no one. You know, he could get Duke Hudson. I think him and Duke Hudson would work quite well together. You know. I could I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Well, I, I think they're both Australian. I don't think Duke is. Is he? All right. I, I, unless, I, I, I'm, I unless I'm getting it mixed up with someone else. Because for some reason in, in my head, and again, this is probably, they're, they're probably absolutely nothing alike, but I, in, in my head I've got this weird sort of cognitive mismatch where I'm getting... Duke Hudson and Odyssey Jones mixed up. Odyssey Jones is a big 400-pound black guy. You know, he's not Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson was a poker player. Oh, right. Even Grimes had a bit, bit of a bit of a match a while ago. Uh, Grimes has had a bit of a tidy up of the beard and stuff yeah. like that, and he says he's going for the championship. And I, and I would run with that, absolutely. Grimes is one of your biggest faces in NXT at USA. And, you know, anything to do with him, it seems to gain money. When Trevor Lee came in, early doors into NXT, I was thinking, what's going on here? But but he's Coronia, the DBRC story, uh, the LA Knight. We haven't heard much from LA Knight lately, have we? No, we haven't. No. Um, and and by all and to all accounts and purposes, it looks like uh, it looks like the whole million dollar man gimmick has been Potentially dropped by, uh, you know, it, it looked like he was uh, looked like he was Cameron Grimes was distancing himself from that particular part of his persona. You know, saying that this was the million dollar, this was Ted DiBiase's legacy, not mine. Take yeah, the story that's, abso- that's absolutely cool because that played yeah. into the storyline where Ted gave him the belt, but it wasn't the belt; it was a replica. And that's yeah. uh, you know when DiBiase went off with the guy having his cap off, and that's just. That'll teach you dealing with DBRC, won't it? But exactly. absolutely great to see him bring the veterans back in. So MSK Riddle get the win. Walter's coming for you all. Imperium is strong and absolutely fine. We had a chat about uh, possibly adding someone to Imperium. Uh, like we used to have the Alexander Wolf uh, in the UK. And that music, when Imperium come out, is still as imposing. You see it the is, dark yeah, lights, the light. And I, I remember seeing them. At, uh, I saw them at York last. Was it last year? Last January? Yeah, last, last January. I think so. It yeah, overran like mad. It overran like mad. And the main event was Mastiff versus uh, Walter, and these two were like two wolves. <laughs> yeah, in a china shop. And I think Dave got his nose broken, so uh, or he got banged up badly from it. I, I do remember at uh, uh, in York. Absolutely fine. Right, the third match of the night. Uh, at New Year's Eve was the Women's Championship. Mandy Rose, uh, the leader of Toxic Attraction. Uh, Raquel Gonzalez, the ex-champion. And this new young, uh, young lady, Cora Jade. Now, Cora Jade, I understand they're pushing like mad because yeah. the demographic, what they're aiming for, Cora Jade, that skateboarding, I think she's only 19. She, I don't think she's 20 yet. I think yeah, she's she is very, she, very young. She is. She is definitely she is a young and yeah. Um I mean I must admit watching the entrances to this, I got um I I did think at one point of the old uh and I am gonna age myself really badly here, but the old um, 
the old Frost Report sketch of the uh, I'm I'm you know I'm I'm upper class. Um, yeah, I'm middle class middle and I'm class. lower class. And I just thought, yes. well, you got the you got the one on the skateboard, the one on the bike, and the one who turned up in a helicopter. Three, <laughs> the, three the, the best the bit about that is, I can tell you, the three people in the Frost sketch: it was Ronnie Corbett, John Cleese, and Ronnie Barker. Those are the yep. three there, and I'm sure my age there. Anyway, Mandy Rose, um, she's 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 absolutely. Got hold of that belt. She's not letting it go. And I think Mandy is a perfect champion for this. Raquel. She, I can see Raquel going going up to SmackDown and Raw. I can honestly see there. I, I, I can't see her time. I can see her getting pushed. Can you? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think that uh, she... I mean, Raquel has had some difficulty finding a place, so to speak. Um, I mean, Mandy did have that difficulty on the main roster and coming down to NXT she's most definitely found a place and she's found where she's comfortable and Cora Jade yeah. just uh, just kicking off the, just essentially kicking off her career um, I mean I could I could definitely see Raquel working in in uh, in one of the main brands yeah absolutely see Cora's Cora had the big spot at war games didn't she when yeah. she took that dive off the top I think flipping heck, you know, and uh, that 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 was that was just set up to get her over, and that's absolutely fine. She can fly, she can take a punch, she can give a punch, she can attack, she can defend, absolutely fine. The skateboard loving uh, young young lass, absolutely great. Anyway, Mandy gets the win uh, in this triple threat match uh, with a cradle pinfall on Jade, which I I never thought they were going to uh, pin Raquel. Uh, Raquel was out there out the ring at the time, and Cora, you know, there's plenty of time for her, absolutely for her. So we've got we've got uh, Mandy still champion, Toxic Crutchin, JC Jane uh, still uh, with Gigi Dolan as the women's champions, and uh, there's a few people uh, putting up to try and, and knock them off the top, and I don't think they are. I think it's very much like undisputed era where they had all the gold. The women's title and and the tag team titles, you know, instead of it being, being the men, it's the women this time. I can see him quite happily sticking to that, absolutely. And then it's we've got like, our ab- main ab- ab- like absolute domination of the division, isn't it? It's the... It is. Um, did you see that Wendy Chu? Uh, there's a little match with her this week. She was, I understand, boa that the the, the, the uh in uh, sat on the throne. This is the Wendy oh. Chu character. I think this is because uh, Lee's now gone up to SmackDown with a cartoon hero uh, type anime uh, uh, cartoon uh, schedules. She'll do fine up there. I always thought right. Zaya uh, was was always there was always people getting injured <laughs> when they fought Zaya Lee, yeah. wasn't there? Well, they, 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 they've not long got rid of Nia Jax. I suppose they need someone else to carry the can. <laughs> Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, there's another story for another day. Anyway, we have uh, the NXT champion uh, Tommaso Ciampa comes out against the young buck Brom Breaker. Yeah. And when he kicked that polystyrene ex apart, I thought, my God, <laughs> did we need yeah. that? 
Yeah, they're really they're really driving this one home, aren't they? Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it felt like me, like the X Factor. You know, you know, I just yeah. expecting out a deck to come running down. You know, <laughs> I mean, if that if that's not in the opening sequence for tonight, if that little bit of video is not in the opening sequence for NXT 2.0, then whoever whoever does the whoever does the video editing that WWE uh, has missed a trick right there. Um, I mean, there yeah. was the there was the odd little bit in the in the middle there with um, with um, Andrea Chase and Von Wagner, which it, to me it looked like they were trying to build Von Wagner into some kind of loose cannon character, similar to uh, similar to where Pillman would have been in EC in ECW. I honestly don't think people are connected with Von Wagner. No, you that, know, that... I think I think he's. His character and his charisma. Well, I don't think he has the charisma, to be honest. Uh, and and he, you know, it, it's a bit like some people with Raquel Gonzalez just don't get her. They, they call her Big Mama Cool, you know, as a <laughs> homage to Kevin Nash. But she just doesn't have the charisma, I don't think. That's what's not yeah. going to. Mandy has charisma. Cora Jade has charisma. You know, Io Shirai has charisma. You know, absolutely. You know, these are the women who will be fighting over this championship. Absolutely certain. But if you're booking it, you want a charismatic either heel or face who at the end of the day is going to get people to watch and they're going to buy bloody tickets. It's as simple as that. Anyway, Braun comes down. The match gets going. Braun and Tommaso start knocking bells out of each other. And I'm thinking, how long are they going to make this last? How long are they going to make this to go? And to be honest, you always knew that Tommaso was going to get beat. Yeah. You know, you had uh, the War Games defeat for Champa. You had that uh, problem with the first match between Bron and Tommaso where Breaker slipped in the corner and Tommaso got the, got the win. It was never going to happen here. This is the passing of the torch. This is a passing of the torch. Absolutely. And, you know, give Bronny's due. Look powerful. Look strong. Tommaso wasn't giving him any quarter, to be honest. I thought uh, the ending was a little weak. But at the end of the day, Bron's got the championship now. So you've got yeah. Carmelo, the, 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 the secondary title. You've got uh, Bron as a champion. You've got Mandy Rose as a women's champion. And you've got Toxic Attraction as the, the women's champion. You've got Imperium as the men's champions. It's all the youngsters, isn't it? Well, I don't, I don't know how old Mandy Rose is. I don't want to disrespect her. But, you know, yeah. she's in the best place. She's she she's, she's a big part of the NXT 2.0 thing. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, I think Raquel Gonzalez has been lumped in with NXT 1. Uh, yeah. NXT version 1, which was the... Uh, you know, which is probably why that belt's come away from her. The, the, the thing is now, everyone should have been talking about this on the Wednesday uh, last week. But then yeah. there was a surprise announcement. And it wasn't just a surprise. It was an absolute avalanche. Yep. We were, we were soon to find out that William Regal had been released. And he's their top talent scout from NXT, an on-screen general manager. He'd been with NXT since 2014. He'd been in and out of WWE 
for 21 years. Road Dog, he was an NXT producer and a coach at the Performance Centre. Bye-bye to him. Timothy Thatcher, he'd been off TV recently, but he'd been working as a Performance Centre coach. He's gone. Danny yep. Birch, coach as well. He's gone. Hidaya Suzuki, he was Hatchman of Diamond Mine. He's gone. Chris Guy, also known as Ace Steel, PC coach and pro- producer. He's gone. Ryan Katz, creative producer. He's gone. Kathy Carino, a coach. Gone. And that wasn't yep. it. <laughs> that wasn't it. That was the first round. Gabe Sapolsky, he's gone. Then Samoa yep. Joe, he's gone. Again. Triple H <laughs> built this up for the last seven years. He must be ruining this heart condition he that took him down just about four or five months ago. Because in this time, Vince has been quick to take it all away, hasn't he? He has, yeah. I mean, as soon as as soon as um, Pritchard and Johnny Ace came back into uh, in into some kind of authority there, uh, we knew that the writing was going to be on the wall fairly quickly, and uh, you know the heart condition. I think, if anything, it's just it's kind of sped things up, um, and it's 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 a sad. It's a sad state of affairs, to be honest, because um, it's a product that, you know, it's, it's like the end of a product that we all love. But on the other side of the coin, it's a fresh start for a developmental territory. The thing is, the developmental territory is also on national TV, national and international TV and the network, which kind of, I don't know, it's like, you would have thought if they were rolling everything back to square one, the the actual carriage on TV, or yeah, there may be some issue there because the product that they've got now, the product that they're tied in with for the rest of the contract, is not the product that they signed up to have on the TV. And it's not got the same buzz about it. Um, at the moment, it's got a hell of a lot of buzz because, well, everyone's, t- you know, everyone that's, you know, that was a big part of the old regime has gone and people are curious to see what happens next. But with that curiosity is going to wear off. You've got to wonder how many people are actually going to stay with NXT and keep and keep up to date with it. Well, I, I absolutely completely agree with you. Uh, I, I feel the heart of NXT has been ripped out. It's been thrown at the wolves. Triple H has been absolutely, uh, you know, taken out. He must feel absolutely terrible. You know, I, I'm one game say Triple H to AEW. You know, well, you yeah. know what's what's the point of staying around? What everything is created, they've dismantled within five months. Absolutely. Exactly. And how much will this be stressing him out? You know, seeing his little kingdom pulled apart. I I think it all started a couple of years ago at the Survivor Series where NXT beat them all, and that's where the yeah. rot started. I thought, right, Vince is embarrassed here. And I think that's right. where they, they, they took it away. As, as, as we were discussing before we started, what can we see next? And we both agreed, NXT UK, that's the next thing. We're absolutely certain that's got to get the rug pulled from underneath them, don't you think? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I would, I mean, I, I sincerely hope that it doesn't happen, that that doesn't happen or that, 
you know, I mean, worst case scenario, if it does happen, that someone steps in and continues to run the territory as it is. I mean, the people that are currently producing NXT UK, uh, they're, they're not without experience in that. I mean, their baby that's been running for God knows God knows how long and has just completed the handover to the, the owner of Tranmere Rovers and is still uh, still carried on the network. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Mr. McAteer, yeah, very good. Very good for them. And they've got, they've got uh, the, the chapter down in London in January and they're doing a chapter in Manchester in February, I understand. So. Yep, February the 6th, Sunday. Absolutely chuffed a bit for progress and stuff like that. But end of the day, I would say New Year's Evil. Uh, considering to New Year's Day, uh, day one, I would say it was a little better, but it was predictable. You know, uh, there was. I, I always thought that Bron was going to win. I never thought Mandy was going to lose. Um, yeah, MSK were always going to win because it's their their, their return. Uh, and I always thought that Carmelo was going to uh, get over Roddy. So there's there's nothing surprisingly. Uh, but as we go on to do part three quite soon, we we're coming up to the Royal Rumble in a couple of weeks and uh, you've had a bit of uh, uh, Japanese kingdom, haven't you? You've had a, a bit of great fun with that. Yeah, I had a, had a great time watching uh, watching Wrestle Kingdom, uh, especially, I mean, nights one and two. Um, it there were, there were some decisions there that I didn't personally agree with, um, mainly because there was a match I was really looking forward to that didn't, that didn't get to happen, and I hope that we I hope at some point down the line we do get that to happen. But the uh, the title's back on its uh, on New Japan's safest pair of hands in Okada. Um, night three was a really weird one. Night three was uh, it was a charity show that they'd put on for the Japanese Red Cross that was on a it was on a separate pay per view system, and it was. And it was New Japan Wrestling versus Noah. Now, Pro Wrestling Noah came out of uh, you know came out of one of the old um, like it was a split away from uh, if I remember rightly one of Antonio Noki's projects. There was there was a sort of there was a divergence at some point, and a lot of the things that we saw on that, I'd missed out on a lot of the history between people involved in. In that, because I, I've, I haven't been following Pro Wrestling Door for quite some time. I mean, I think the last time I followed it regularly, it was still on the Wrestling Channel on Sky, um, and it was. And we used to get shows that were made up of a, a lot of trios matches and the odd Kenta singles match or the odd Super singles match or whatever. But um, it it was an interesting one uh, for a multitude of reasons, um, and I think. I, I mean, I would I would like to say that I would hope the interaction between Noah and New Japan is ongoing in some form, because um, there's you know there's there's a lot there that didn't really get resolved or didn't get uh, you know didn't didn't sort of get cut into. But um, yeah, Rest, uh, Wrestle Kingdom as a three as a three day event, including that that third day, which was offset by a couple of days, um, as a whole was a brilliant. Brilliant show. I'm sure, I'm sure uh, that was great. But it's all shows about wrestling companies trying to part, be partners with each other. You know, like AEW have, have a number of partners they can call on 
And then out of the bloody blue, WWE rock up with Mickey James for the Women's Royal Rumble. I'm like, what? What's and, going and on they, here? And they acknowledged her as the Impact Wrestling Women's Champion as well, which, uh, which was uh, quite quite a surprise. <laughs> and I wouldn't. Uh, it's like the, the, apparently and, there's this talk that there's someone in the works, but we're not sure who or where from yeah. for the Men's Royal Rumble as well. Well, we shall wait and see. Uh, partnerships are always good. And I know with the, the company that both myself and you are associated with, uh, it's all about making friends with other companies and sharing talent and and uh, f- giving talent opportunities, shall we say. And, you know, we're Pro 2 in, Sc- uh, Pro 2 in Scotland, you know, friends over in Wales and uh, Wrestle Island uh, and Progress. You know, we got a, a lovely message off Mr. McAteer you know, it'd love to come up and see one of our shows. And that's great because you've just taken over Progress Wrestling. They've got 125 chapters underneath them and you're doing 126. And I'm sure it's like kids in the new sweet shop. Uh, it, they see the product and it's finally getting out in front of an audience. And I'm chuffed to bits uh, for the two lads have taken it over. And I, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. You know, I, I, I just think, good on you. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. Um, well, I hope you've enjoyed part two. Uh, we've covered New Year's Evil. We've covered uh, the releases, a little bit of Kingdom, and we've talked about partnerships. And the best partnership we've got is Lord Stone and myself. We love doing these shows. We hope you enjoy them. And I'll leave Dave up to sign off, and I'll see you soon. Yep, it's always a pleasure, man. It's always a pleasure. And thanks very much for joining us. We'll be back very shortly with part three, um, which we'll, we'll, we'll have a look through uh, some, some Royal Rumble history and uh, have a quick look at uh, what's going on in uh, what's going on with regards to the build-up to the Royal Rumble and how plans have changed since the uh, since the initial one, because there's, there's a bit of a longer-term fallout from day one than we expected. So there'll, there'll be more of, more of that later on in the uh, later on in the podcast. So we'll uh, we will leave you to it for now, and we'll see and we will see you very very soon, more than likely at ringside. Nighty night. Hello and welcome back to part three of the Spanish Announce Table for January, and um, we've had a couple of uh, little interesting changes uh, taking place there in, uh, over the last couple of the last couple of weeks. And we'll address uh, we'll address all that when we come to the uh, the big the big wrap and the, uh, the the big wrap up next week. Um, but my name is Damien. If you haven't tuned in the first couple the first couple of parts of this, then uh, hello. Um, d- and today I'm joined by the ginger genius himself, Mister Colin Barger. Evening, Demo. Evening, Lord Stone. Always a pleasure to spend some time with you. And tonight we're going to be talking about NXT UK. NXT and the life and times of Volta. Now, it's been an interesting few weeks with uh, Regal leaving and uh, Triple H's NXT being, shall we say, disemboweled. And shall we say, it's nothing like it's NXT 2.0, all colourful. The black and gold is gone, but there is still a little bit of black and gold left on the network. And that's NXT UK. And we we move forward to last Thursday. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday the 18th. And last Thursday, there was a match between Nathan Fraser and Walter as Walter's uh, leaving party 
for NXT UK. And tonight on NXT in the USA, Walter will be facing Roddy Strong. So put it this way. I think, Roddy, Roddy, you're going to get a panhandle over your head. <laughs> I, I think so, yeah. I mean, that man's got hands like skillets. And uh, I, 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 it might just be me, again, overthinking this, but Roderick Strong is pretty much one of the last of the black and gold crew, isn't he? He certainly is. And this this could, this could very well be his, uh, his writing off. He's P45, shall we say. Well, I remember I first saw uh, Walter Live. Uh, it would be about three years ago. Uh, prog on the Tide by Progress. And Walter was in the main event. He was a Progress champion. And he came out. And you always, that impending music, when Walter comes out, you know, the hairs at the back of your neck, you know, everything just... You get that itch, don't you? Flip your neck. The lights, and then he's there, stood there to attention. Walks out the ring. He actually faced Eddie Kingston uh, from AEW there. <laughs> Poor old Eddie got a bloody good shellacking, I'll tell you that. <laughs> and, uh, the next time, so it was actually two years to the day, uh, the 18th of January 2020. And this was at York at the Barbican Centre with the NXT UK. Uh, tour and he faced uh, Dave uh, Dave Bomber uh, down there but the worrying part about it is it overran like the clappers and uh, it's supposed to be done for 10 and I think he didn't finish till that past 11 because uh, I think they were doing two episodes I think Joe Coffey they might be doing more episodes I think Joe Coffey fought three times on the night you know and every time he came out we booed even louder <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so uh, wasn't that the sh- wasn't that the show that had the uh, the Saxon Huxley fans in attendance that uh, that, that was were, uh... we were upstairs. <laughs> there was me and Dan Griffin and all the boys up there causing havoc and mayhem, getting told off for being rude and lewd and crude. But you know, we were just having a laugh and singing along the songs. But that that was fine. So the first time I saw Walter, I've actually got pictures stood next to him, and he is a tower. That man is a tower. And put it this way, real nice guy to talk to, I must admit. But uh, he's moving over to NXT in the USA now uh, to be with his his boys Imperium. And tonight he's going to kill Roddy Strong. But (laughs) you've got to think about the first time we saw uh, Walter on NXT UK. It was a Blackpool takeover. Uh, Pete Dunne had just beaten Joe Coffey, and then the music struck. The lights went down. The, the silhouette of Walter, I don't know, I swore. I thought, flipping egg, or words to that effect. And I thought, oh, this is fruity. This is massively fruity, this. Anyway, we went on to the takeover where Walter beat Pete Dunne. And, you know, all these matches, and I know last year, and the year before, we had Walter and Dragonoff, and that was a slow burn. And the nine months in between yep. the first match, where Dragonoff got injured early, and Walter threw him around that bloody rig, and Dragonoff, uh, you know, the pair of them, it was our match of the year. It made WWE top ten, and then last year again, when Dragonoff finally took the belt 
off um, uh, off Walter, it was yet again another uh, top ten WWE match of the year, and yeah. you know, dragging off. See what I'm worried about is they just gotta they've taken Walter, which was the golden apple of NXT UK. They've taken him and gone. I have this terrible feeling they're gonna cut him adrift. Because uh, it's I mean, the last bit of Regal, isn't it? The last bit of Triple H. I think Sean's running this story still, and uh, with uh, Johnny Satan sit over there, and I think that's where it's that's where it's coming from. How long is it going to last? That's the thing. I'm hoping it's going to be. I'm hoping it's going to last a while. I mean, this it, it's kind of odd timing because obviously the 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 big swing to NXT 2.0, the uh, the big swing from the black and gold to the Jackson Pollocks has uh, taken place. Um, and I, I think at the moment, the, the black and gold is still, they're still like part of that represented by the person that he's facing tonight in, uh, in, uh, in Roderick Strong. And this, I think this could be the end. This could be, this could be the end for one of them. But what's, what's worrying me as well is the fact that they've, um, that WWE have apparently applied for and gotten a trademark for entertainment purposes on the name of an ex-German U-boat captain, uh, Gunther Stark. Right. Who, um, yeah, um, who was very active in the English Channel during the uh, during the Second World War, uh, shall we say, and, uh, and they've just acquired... A rather large Austrian guy who has a slightly military, slightly militaristic presence. You cannot take the name Walter off him. I know we've had Piper Niven and Dewdrop. No way, absolutely. <laughs> I know we're talking Pritchard here, and I can see it now. God, are you? I can't. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You know they didn't change Bartel. They didn't change. Uh, the they tag did. Team. Axel Axel Schultz Jr. Right from so, the indie scene to yeah, oh. they're not they're not above doing it. They're not above doing it. And he's a big uh, character. But everyone knows him as Walter. The music. Of course they do. Well, I mean, is it copyrights I mean, and trademarks and and funds and who gets what? That's all it's it, about. It, isn't could, it? it can be. I mean, it could also be the the whole weird thing about the that particular McMahon regime being somewhat out of touch. I mean, everyone in 1997 knew who Terry Funk was. Chainsaw Charlie, yeah. Exactly, yeah. They're, they're not above doing this. They're Prince not above David, doing this. And, Finn Balor. Yeah, exactly. It's. A, I mean, it's... What... You know, I mean, I, mean, if, if, I really hope they don't do this because this is... Uh, I've got a feeling there may I've got a feeling there may be a rather large Austrian gentleman on his way back across the uh, <laughs> across the Atlantic if there is if, if they're planning on this unless well, unless they're paying him very very well. Well, I, f- I feel Walter has the star power. He can say no, and I think if he said no, he could quite happily walk back to the UK. Independent he could walk back to Germany, not a problem. I'm sure in America, 
Impact of the Randown TNA. What about NWA Walter? Or even AEW Walter? Oh, man, I swear. Walter versus Trevor Murdoch for the NWA Championship. Oh, we're talking. Or even even Nick Aldis versus Walter. Yeah, I definitely see that. Could uh, put on a bad burner of a match. But this is Walter. He's he's strong as an ox. We'll forget that Survivor Series five-man match a few years ago uh, where where they absolutely booked him terribly. And, uh, you know, he hadn't been pinned for so long and all of a sudden he's first one out and you think what is going on here and there was com- complete disbelief with that but you didn't know, even give him a, didn't, didn't even give him a chance to get going no not a, not a chance but we remember this and uh, younger and newer viewers won't, won't even know about it but i'm quite happy uh he's gone there as i say i scared to death for nxt uk now but i hope it's walter Braun breaker and i can see walter Getting the title, absolutely. They give this young lad, and the lad's better to chase it uh, than to keep it and stop Walter. There might be a DQ a couple of times, but Walter's going to get it. Yep, there's got to be some. Uh, there's got. There's got to be some something going on in the background. There's got to be some sort of reason for them doing for them angling to do things the way they're doing. I mean, I know. Uh, Malcolm Bivens of the Diamond Mine appears to have been poking the bear, so to speak. So I, I mean, I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised if um, if he gets a little bit of a, a little bit of a slap tonight. Um, <laughs> we we did have a takeover with Champa versus Walter, didn't we? A while ago. Yeah, I think we did. Um, did. It, was, a, it was it was it was WrestleMania one. weekend. Yeah. Could we get a number one contenders between Champer and Walter again? We could, if, um, but I, I don't think they're going to keep Champer on NXT. I think they're moving him. Well, uh, I, I heard he turned up on main event again last night. And guess what? Where's that grey hair gone in his beard? Yep, <laughs> all gone. It, it, it's all black as a. Uh, it's all black and brown again. So, well, they're, they're pushing Pete done that way. Uh, they're pushing uh, Champa that way. You know, I'd put Champa and Dunn together as a tag team. They'll kill everyone. Absolutely like oh, a DIY, yeah. but DIY 2.0, just to keep yeah. <laughs> in the right style of it. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. I mean, I mean, to be fair, I mean, that, that, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if, um, we had some kind of, you know, if, if I mean, if, if NXT 2.0 are currently cherry picking through the UK roster, um, which it looks like they may be, um, as you say there, if, 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 if they do cut NXT UK adrift, which I, I really hope they don't. Um, but if the plans are to take out the things that, I, that Triple H put in there that are costing them, uh, by costing them money, then, uh, it's potentially on the cards, but if I mean Fraser, either Fraser or Nilia are going to be yeah. the next, the next ones with their eye on. Because I mean that that match with Fraser, that uh, that goodbye match, yeah, Ooh, hoo, hoo, hoo. put him that over was, so well, didn't was... he? I'm yeah. not, sh- I'm not sure about the white tights. 
I'm not sure about the yeah. white tights. No, no, no. That was, that was not me. And, of course, uh, there's a possibility in the women's uh, Mako Satamura to make a, a swan song, possibly, and Blair Davenport. Uh, I can see these two uh, causing a riot. Uh, after that, it's, as I say, in the independence in the UK, Joseph Connors is popping up everywhere. And I mean everywhere. Uh, now that yep. I think his, his ties to NXT at UK have passed. So we shall just see nice. what's going to occur. And uh, that's, our, that's our little piece for this week, isn't it? And we're back next week <laughs> with the whole shebang ready for the Royal Rumble and also yep. the aftermath. <laughs> Ah uh, yes, yeah, so we'll see what's uh, what's happened with where, where things have gone from here, so to speak. Is uh, I mean, this is this is the thing. Walter has done so so much through, like, to bump up NXT UK's profile, um, just like just like Dunn and uh, Bate did. By t- you know, it, it it unfortunately took them to take them. It it took to um, take the match overseas and do the match overseas. Yeah. You know, for people to, to actually sit up and take notice, and, and that's the thing. There's, there's, there isn't a disconnect. It's just that for some reason, people in the states don't seem to bother to look at the UK independence scene. Which, it, when when you're in the United States and you've got wrestling independence on, you know, like in every town, then you, you know, you, it's like I suppose you can understand. You know, I mean, it's if you don't want to watch. WWE's main broadcast. You can nip down the road or to a, to a gym and watch, uh, you know, and watch something else. You know, instead. Well, in the UK, you've got ICW on the WWE network. You've got Progress on there, and of course, you've got NXT UK on there. And there's three yep. good top level uh, UK promotions uh, that you're going to be at the echelon and the top of British wrestling. You know, after that, yeah, and, you've got and, uh, a number of companies like North is well up there. And, you know, it's just thinking, where's everything going to – because if, if they don't do pull like this, this this sliding door away and NXT UK goes, goes down the pan, I'd be very sad because a lot of youngsters have just made it onto the cards. And uh, what's the chances uh, you've got the – uh, the, the guys who got up to NXT coming back down and filling the post back up. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, it's, it's going to be, a, it's going to be an odd one. Um, I suppose at, at the moment, there's not much we can, I mean, there's so, there's so many moving parts of this and so many reasons, potential reasons for things to, you know, for people to, um, for things to change. In one direction or another, yeah. Uh, that it's 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 difficult to even speculate, and speculating is basically what we you know what we what we're doing here. You know, and yeah. so just where, where where does where does everything go from here? And the interesting thing is, it's up to Bruce and, and Vince, and that's really <laughs> flipping worrying because it is. It's it it's hell in a handcart, isn't it? You know, and. You know, I'm sure we've, Regal, we've seen... Regal's had plenty of offers. I, I can imagine his phone has never stopped ringing since leaving. And uh, if Regal's got a I little mean, team with him, you could quite happily just 
drop them in and get them to go. Yep. I mean, pretty much everyone, everyone that's being cut, right? If, if, it's like I say, if you take everyone that's being cut from NXT over, uh, recently, including develop, including um, people backstage and such like as well, I mean, you, you, you've, got, you've got another company there, another company that's guaranteed to make money. Yeah, absolutely, you know. And uh, with the appeal, it, 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 you know, people will watch it because it is, it, it, it's strong style, isn't it? It's, it's, it, that's what it is, isn't it? It you is, know? yeah. And uh, we'll just love oh. to watch that. Right. We've got to get on, get ready for our next part. We've got to prepare. We've got to get everything ready for the Royal Rumble. <sighs> I think it's up in the air. It's going to win it. I don't have a clue yet. And we're and we and we're 11 days away. I've heard a few rumours, you know, magic forbidden doors and stuff like that. I think that's a bit of bullshine, but we'll wait and see. But it could be anyone's belt. Well, it could be anyone's win. I, th- I think I've got the women's sorted out. The men's, I'm not so sure. Um, I'm quite, I'm quite sure who's going to win the women's now. But uh, we shall wait and see. Uh, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to be a good one to watch. Uh, well, it's going to be good too to watch, mm-hmm. and uh, also the the rest of the matches, which are in the rather heavily. Like heavily adapted original plans <laughs> for uh, you know and how how these are going to pan out. Um, they always say cards subject to change. Uh, unfortunately, when one card changes, it has an effect on the next one and the next one and the next one. But um, yeah, speaking I, I, of, uh, sorry. go on. I was going to say, speaking of uh, upcoming cards, I see that they've uh, that they've actually inserted another uh, another pay per view between. The you know in where there was previously a void, mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, the elimination chamber From in Jeddah. Jeddah, yeah. But they said Jeddah, but they never mentioned those two magic words, Saudi Arabia, just Jeddah. Yeah. Well, it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't going to be Cheddar in the uh, down, down in, down down in Somerset. In- <laughs> <laughs> down Somerset, you know. <laughs> A bit chilly down there for your sons, sons and daughters, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> Just a bit, yeah. <laughs> right. I'll see you boys, girls soon. This is Genius, and that's Lord Stone. Stay happy, and we'll see you ringside. Hello, Novocastrians, and indeed those of you further afield. It's Damien here from the Spanish Announce Table, and uh, we've got the last segment of the January podcast, and uh, we'll be talking a bit about things that have... Uh, Things that have happened in the uh, in like, over the last month and where they've led us to now, and what of course what's coming up around the corner with the Royal Rumble this weekend. But uh, don't worry, it's not just myself, Rabbit, on here. We've got the ginger genius himself, Mister Colin Barker, on the other end of the line. Uh, afternoon, evening, demo. Uh, today's the twenty fifth of January. It's the Tuesday before the Saturday Royal Rumble show, and that's the main focus uh, for this fourth part. Uh, this Saturday. It's, uh, you know, it's going to be spectacular. And, of course, there's two big main events, two sets of big, beefy boys who are going to be battering the crap out of each other. Uh, <laughs> that's what we need to talk about. Now, the rumours flying around that possibly either Brock Lesnar or Reigns is going to lose. And, you know, uh, when you look at the betting and you look at the odds, uh, the uh, the, the guys there say no chance 
Neither of them are going to lose. But if they're going to be in the Royal Rumble, and what would make the Royal Rumble spectacular, if one of these lost, they'd had to get in the Royal Rumble and had to win because we're all heading for a, a Reigns versus Brock WrestleMania moment. Now, yeah. unless they're going to unify the titles, which I can't see why, because they'd just give it to Reigns then, wouldn't they? Then I yeah. think that possibly one of them is going to lose it. And I, I don't mind which one loses it, but you've got Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley. Yeah, it could happen. You've got the outside Absolutely. interference. You've got Heyman on one side, MVP at the other side, the Hurt Lock. Uh, you know, those two guys could get involved in there. Anything could happen. Uh, well, the SmackDown Championships, you've got absolutely uh, magnificent Seth Rollins from Raw, who's had to come to SmackDown <laughs> to fill in because I think McIntyre's uh, done his neck in a little bit versus Roman Reigns. Now, don't put it past Rollins. He did win, uh, cashing in the money in the bank at WrestleMania uh, to, to become champion. And I think a sneaky Seth Rollins win would absolutely make Rollins uh, absolutely over the moon. But put it this way, Roman Reigns would be furious. <laughs> and you just know he'd end up going in early numbers and just battering everyone, wouldn't he? But yeah. it'd be great to see him get chucked out midway like they did with Lesnar last year. They'd have to go to Jeddah next month for the Elimination Chamber to try and get back in it because we've got the Elimination Chamber in February and that just might turn the angle to where we're going to go with this. That's the thing. I mean, I mean, what what's? I, I, mean, I don't know what's on the on the. Um, I don't know what's on the line at that elimination chamber. But uh, along the road to WrestleMania, there appears to be a fair few stops where people can climb aboard the uh, climb aboard the bandwagon, so to speak. Uh, that's a little bit worrying because multi man matches at uh, what's meant to be the the sort of big season finale of WWE, so to speak, the big year, the the start and end of the year. Um, it it doesn't really close anything off. You know what I mean? It's it's like just give us. I mean, like give us a one-on-one -on -one match. You know, I mean, obviously Roman being off day one has led to a lot of this confusion, a lot of this uh, chicanery that's been going on. Because um, obviously they they needed someone to. Uh, they, well, they, that's how the title ended up on Lesnar. You know, Lesnar ended up in the five-way match, um, and it's um, it's just kind of spiraled from there. <laughs> it's uh, it's 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 a kind of it, We'll see where it ends up, Table. Let's not get too excited about it. We've got Maurice and the Miz versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. Two husband and wives going toe-to-toe, head-to-head. And, you know, this is a setup for a WrestleMania match, I think. That's the only thing I can think about it. They're not going to leave a match like this short by the Rumble and finish it there, are they? No, no, not at all. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot to a lot to unpack on this because we've not seen Maurice in the ring for quite some time. Obviously, she's uh, become a mother and the rest of it as well. Um, taking time off for for that, taking time off for family and the rest of it. And uh, Beth Phoenix, um, it's it's been a while since we've seen her in ring. I mean, obviously, she's been down doing the commentary on NXT uh, until a couple of months back. Or up until the uh, the handover to uh, to NXT 2.0, which will 
we'll touch on briefly a bit later on. But yeah. the um, <laughs> the uh, it, it's. I mean, she, since she's come back, she looks absolutely fierce. And uh, yeah, I I I think this could be. I think this could be the uh, the rebirth of the Glamazon. Well, we shall wait and see. And of course, we've got the uh, the two main. Royal Rumble matches. Uh, we'll start on f- with the women's. I'll I'll read out the list of. Co- oh, sorry, I did forget. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Let me sorry, Pike Maniven, as far as I'm concerned, uh, going for the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, I can't see past Becky winning, but I can see Dewdrop putting on a big show. What do you think? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm hoping that Dewdrop gets a chance to. Uh, to really showcase her herself at this one, because I mean that that name is holding it down like a lead weight, but it I mean, it, it it it's like it it doesn't pass the it doesn't pass the main event test. Mm. Um, Not at all. Yeah. Not at all. I, mean, I, I know it's always Piper even or Viper. I remember seeing Viper up at North uh, a few years ago, and she's one heck of a strong lady, and she she oh, can yeah. move as well. The Women's Royal Rumble. We have twenty one announced. Uh, I'll just go through. Charlotte Flair's in it. I think, why is Charlotte Flair in it? She's a champion. You know, this gets me to think, are they unifying the men's and the women's? This is, you know, is that why she's in there? We've got Naomi. Now, if Naomi's in there, you know, I'm just thinking about, uh, might a certain uh, official from WWE get herself uh, involved in that? We shall just have to wait and see. Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., those two are going to absolutely beat each other to bits. Uh, the Bellas are in there. Carmella, Queen Zelina. Interesting, we've got Lita in there. And you think that's a sleeper for a Windia? I think so, yeah. I mean, I think Lita, Lita reckons she's got another run left in her. Um, and I'm I'm not going to argue with her in the slightest. That, uh, look, you know, that I think she's she seems a lot, she seems at pretty much peak condition at the moment. Uh, to go in to come back and uh, and have a good run, and hopefully she will. I think she'll have a good run. I don't think she's winning. Michelle McCool, Kelly Kelly, Dana Brooke, Natalia, Mickey James back, uh, uh, <laughs> extra impact women's champion, uh, Tamina, Shayna Baszler. Now, would you put Shayna Baszler over to win it? She's strong enough, but is her age against her? Is her technique against her? Is her charisma against her? I don't know. Uh, Summer Rae, Aaliyah, Shotzi Black. I love Shotzi to win it. Absolutely. Uh, Liv Morgan, Possibility, Bianca Belair. These are all announced. Not announced, but we're sure they're going to turn up. He's barely back from an injury. Good chance. Alexa Bliss, good chance of her turning up in here. So there's 23. And put it this way, they've had to really scrape the barrel to try and find 30 women, haven't they? You know, these many people out of retirement, you know, and and they don't use anyone from NXT because, you know, that would be absolutely shocking. As Bruce Pritchard uh, has has said this week, NXT 2.0 has just not found the niche they expected it to be. Well, of course it hasn't, you pillock, because you've jigged it up, haven't you? You've absolutely, yeah. <laughs> you know, knocked it down badly. That's women's. I'm saying Belair, Bliss, or Bailey. One of the bees is going to win it. 
I would love to see Bailey come back because the, the, the women's division really does need her right now. Shotzi, I would love to see, again, I would love to see, but I think it's possibly about one or two, well, possibly two years early. Um, give you know, give, give her give her a bit more sort of time to to get seasoned in there first and get sort of exposed properly on TV. Uh, not in that way, you dirty sod. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, no. <laughs> um, could we yeah. have a face Bailey or a heel Bailey? I reckon at this point she's so good at being she's so good at being bad that she's because she's sort of accidentally turned face again yeah <laughs> i just i mean that that during the whole time in the thunderdome that uh the interaction she used to have with the commentary table and michael cole was just brilliant yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was i was absolutely rooting for it i was rooting for it to slap the taste out of michael cole's mouth and steal his headset <laughs> every time every time uh right so uh you've got down late and possibly the winning and possibly barely uh, well i i think i'll say those are my three guesses bliss Bailey and Belair, one of those three. Uh, the men's Royal Rumble matches, 22 announced. Johnny Knoxville, and uh, put it this way, good luck, mate. <laughs> put yeah. it this way, this isn't jackass. This is you've got to get your ass kicked, absolutely. Uh, look, we've got the Street Profits, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins in there. Uh, the two Mysterios, Ray and Dominic. Austin Theory, Mr. McMahon's uh, favourite uh, piece of work press. I could see him going along in this. Uh, I, I've even got him as an outsider to win it, but it might be too early for him. Seamus and Damien Priest absolutely uh, knocking each other senseless at present. Uh, one possibility I've got as a winner here, AJ Styles just signed a new contract, and Vince always likes to reward his people who have stayed with him. Uh, could you see AJ winning it, Demo? I could, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he's... As you see, he has just signed, and Vince does uh, does really like uh, like his guys, these loyal guys. Um, and you know, I mean, if he's if 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 he's if he's happy there, then I mean, he's got the he's got the talent and charisma and such like to carry the belt. He he can carry himself as a champion. We've seen that before. Yeah. Um, I person, you know, I personally can't see any reason why why he wouldn't. Um, Biggie uh, is 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 a favourite in the bookies. Uh, with this, apart from two, which I'll come to later on, uh, I can't I can't see him winning it though, because he uh, I can't see him winning it twice, so I can't see Big E winning it. Happy Corbin and Madcap Moss making up the numbers. Wouldn't it be great if Sami Zayn won it? Wouldn't it be fantastic? Would, that would be would, off the charts. I would I would love it if there was in if there was some kind of like s- someone did the one foot thing. Yeah. Um, right, and uh, Sami Zayn thinks he's won it, and then gets turfed out, and it's a conspiracy about him, a conspiracy that he lost the rumble, and he's, they're trying to spend the next few weeks trying to prove that he's uh, that he actually did win the rumble. Very much like uh, the bulldog thought he won, and Shawn Michaels threw him out. If I remember from a long time ago, uh, Kofi Kingston's yeah, in there. Kofi Kingston's in there, and no doubt he'll be doing some. No doubt, handstands and shenanigans. Uh, another possible winner I'm looking at is Kevin Owens. He's just signed a new contract. He could be quite happily be a champion, and we love fighting champions, even though he's heel at present. I, I could see Kevin winning it. 
Uh, one person I don't want to win it is Omos. Not in a month of yeah. Sundays. No way. Get him out of here. Uh, Randy Orton, now they don't have the title. A, a, a lot of people are talking about Randy to win it. Uh, we've got Riddle, Chad Gable, Otis, Dolph Ziggler, Robert Roode also in there. People who we haven't mentioned yet, Shinsei Nakamura. No one's mentioned him yet. Yeah. Uh, McIntyre is he, is he... still might be injured, I think. Uh, Rick Boogs, of course. And rumours are Jeff Jarrett turned up last week in Nashville and had a bit of a, a chat with Nakamura and Boogs. Great to see Jeff Jarrett in it. He's He's got his boots back on lately, so that could be interesting. I think the thing with Jared, sorry, the thing with Jared is he's also turned up in GCW as well. He's turned up on the Indies, um, and I think he's. I think there's a program that he's currently getting into in the, in in Game Changer Wrestling, which mm-hmm. could potentially hurt um, any anything happening with WWE. Well, that's um, a- but then it. I mean, then again, the the, the forbidden door's been blown wide open now, hasn't it? It's uh, you know, it's <laughs> it's it. It, yeah. It's getting a bit, getting a bit, uh, getting a bit manic because that's another thing that's been mentioned as well as the potential for uh, someone to to come through to come through who's either an, an impact or an EW or a you know well so, someone who works elsewhere. Some pillock told me Chris Jericho is going to walk through that door. As not a chance <laughs> in hell, not a chance. Uh, we haven't mentioned yeah. two folks, uh, and I'll use the uh, correct names: uh, Brom Breaker. Uh, young Rex Steiner and Walter. These two are going to be at the show. And I understand The Undertaker's going to be at the show as well. I can't see him battling, but I can see him being there for possibly a spot. So we shall wait and see on that. Uh, looking at your uh, uh, old legends from NXT in the wings, uh, Roddy Strong, LA Knight, uh, Tommaso Champer and Pete Dunne, not mentioned on there, but they could be the other four fillers possibly. So that's that's our that's our run. I I would say my winners, uh, Styles or Owens, uh, possibly the Austin Theory, unless one of these two champions either Brock loses or either uh, Reigns loses and they get a spot. Uh, what's your thoughts, Demo? See, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you on that one. Like I've I've got a feeling that. As you say, I think the uh, there could be a, a a match loss and a uh, and a subsequent return to the return to the title shot via the uh, re, you know via, via the route of the rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that isn't if that wasn't going to happen, then I would have to say that I'd uh, I, I would happily I would happily say I'd happily say that I'm going to sit on the fence and wait and see who the surprises are first. Yeah. Well, uh, you, you know, the last thing we want is wheeling out a Kevin Nash or a Scott Hall. You know, could see X-Pac come out there. Uh, rooms are Sean's got his uh, his trunks back on and, uh, and X-Pac's going for another run. And that would be quite nice. And uh, you, you know there's a lot of folk, you know, who could just turn through that, through come through that, uh, that, magic, uh, that magic entrance where, uh, you know, if John Cena. Could you see Cena walking down there? Potentially, you never know. You never know. Anyway. I mean, I mean, like I said, look, looking at the fo- looking at the previous form here, um, I would hope that if they do go with the uh, if they do go with the um, the 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 title, the champion losing the title, and uh, and then 
coming back through the rumble to win it. Mm-hmm. I would hope that they go with uh, with Reigns for that one, as uh, Lesnar doesn't seem to hang around for very long in Royal Rumbles, even when he's winning them. Uh, normally, well, normally, sort of averages out somewhere around about ten, ten to twelve minute mark. Well, if you looked last year, he, he came in number one and got rid of one to twelve pretty swiftly until a Ricochet and uh, McIntyre sorted him out. But before then, he was superlative. No one got close. Someone come in, they went straight out. So yep. <laughs> that could happen again. But, uh, you know, we did think last year that he was going to go all the way until uh, till the shenanigans turned up. But, yeah, that, that's my thoughts for, for, for the show anyway. But it's got, it's, got to, it's got to be fun anyway. And it rounds off our January uh, with uh, WWE show. Uh, great to see John Moxley. Uh, back at AW after his uh, recent uh, rehabilitation. Uh, very happy to see him back. And he will go back in very strong and no doubt punching the lights out of somebody. So yeah. that's got to be absolutely fine. Uh, a lot, I, I hear a lot about Hook. Uh, I'm not... I think Hook's okay, but I don't think he's megastar, as they said. He, he, he's just young. He's raw. He- he's great. Lend to it. He's um he's he, he's not quite at the level his hype is, so to speak. He's uh, he's on his way there, mm-hmm. but he's um he's on his way there, but he's he's not quite on that level just yet. Um, he's got all the makings of a star, but it's going to be down the line. You know, it's going to be it's going to be a, a year or two down the line. Um, obviously, second generation being Taz's son, um. Mm-hmm. But I think you know. I, I think he's definitely one to watch. I mean, when you you mentioned Moxley there, and I think Moxley uh, coming back, um, sorry, coming back, uh, drew some attention from you know drew quite a lot of attention because I mean he, he didn't just come back to EW, he came back to to GCW and he popped up at random on a uh, on a um, on a show in the North Northeast Northeast Wrestling, I think it was. It was. So any Northeast Championship wrestling or something, but he turned up. He turned up at another indie show out the blue, um, and it's it's good to see him getting back into it. I mean, there's a lot of this seems to be happening with AEW people recently. Yeah, uh, I mean, as well, spoiler alert: if uh, if you haven't been reading the spoilers, um, progress. Yeah, uh, I know you're the gonna first say. Show, the, yeah, the first show under the uh, the first show under the new management. Um, Anthony Agogo turned up. Uh, yeah. which I was quite uh, quite surprised at that because I thought he would have already been back over in the states, ready to uh, to do some more with uh, do some more with AEW. But hey, you know, it's uh... look. Sometimes money to money talks and progress uh, got their next show in Manchester. I understand, and they're even uh, you can you can buy a ticket with a show, and and I think it's a free coach from London to Manchester. If you want to go on it, I understand. Uh, or there is some type of uh, travel that is uh, discounted. So uh, good to progress, these two new lads, uh, the Tranmere Rovers lads. Good, good for them. And I know um, I'm, I'm happy for them. Absolutely good direction. And, uh, you know, and, and we're all still there, sat there, crossing our fingers, hoping NXT UK is not going to shut down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey, I tell you what though, did you see that uh, that 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 uh, main event last week? That, uh, that 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 Heritage Cup match. No, I'm darn near kid. 
Oh, I haven't seen that yet, <laughs> unfortunately. I thought you were going to say Walter and Nathan Fraser's as Walter's leaving party. Yeah, that was uh, we talked about that last oh, week, and that was a bad it, storm. It was that was that was something else. That I mean, the, the heritage rules thing. I think. I mean, th- this is something that I'm I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about now because I've got a feeling this may be how they try and sort of beat, like basically beat the beat NXT UK over the head. Because it's the it's the only match type where a draw is a feasible outcome, mm-hmm. um, and I've got a feeling if they want to shut the, if they want to shut the territory down, but it's got too much popularity to do it, we're going to start seeing more draws, and they get and then they got to wait for the backlash for people to say, oh, well, there was no decisive winner there." Well, yeah. on a Heritage yeah. Cup match, when we went through the 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 the, the, the Championship tournament. If it if it was a draw at six, the end of six, they'd have a seventh round till somebody won. So uh, I can't see the draws coming in. Right? I believe the I believe that is the case for champion for the actual cup matches, mm-hmm. but in matches where the cup isn't on the line, All or right. a different different kettle of fish. As far as I'm aware, there's well, no, it, uh, there's no sudden death with that. It's just, it's just like time limit draws in ten minute matches. The, 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 I remember it's like in WCW, like the TV title was only ten minutes long or something like that. And if you didn't win it within the ten minutes, uh, the champion retained. Yeah, I mean, there's something. There's a couple of similar things of that at the moment. I think NWA tried the the six or five title, like, like the, the TV title on a six or five time limit to tie in with the old time slot that the NWA used to be on on there on T on TBS, but the um, I mean, there's there's something that I think it's Sacrifice Pro have started doing down in uh, down in the sort of Bedford uh, type area. They've um, they've got this thing called the Ticking Time Bomb Championship, where it's it, it's a it's a one on one match that goes for ten minutes. If it goes to ten minutes, then it's declared a draw, and the same match plus the next contender adds the multi man match at the next show under the same rules. So wow. like so that so that so the next week so it's like say you've got um just to pull two names out of the air, someone like uh uh Hustle Malone versus uh oh what's it um versus Kai Payne or whatever it is uh and then like they go to a time limit draw, then then the number one contender Warren Banks comes in and it's a triple threat at the next show. And then that goes the time limit, someone else comes in until there's a decisive winner. Um, you know, when there's a decisive winner, the process starts again. It's, I would have uh, thought the more folk you put in there, you need longer time because you, you haven't just not got to incapacitate one person. You've got to incapacitate more than one person. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's uh, it's, it's that's the I suppose that's the that's the caveat with it. You've got to get it done, get it done quickly. Otherwise, it's going to be harder to do next time. Yeah, you know? I can see it's, where you're uh, coming from. It's an interesting, interesting little um, little caveat that, and it's it's one that I've not not come across before. Uh, Sacrifice Pro are probably innovating down there. Well, that's that's great for them. Uh, well, uh, I think this this weekend's rumble is going to be the turning point, and as I say, it's always the uh, the road to WrestleMania. We're going to go through the Elimination Chamber, Jeddah. Uh, not mentioning yeah. South Africa as WWE haven't. They just mentioned Jeddah. <laughs> So yep. I think the negative publicity from that is a bit harsh from, but of course, uh, elimination chamber could end up uh, with with possibly a title shot at 
WrestleMania for the other title, uh, depending where the winner of the, the Rumble goes to. And I think that's a possibility. So it could be uh, one division, one show, uh, get to Elimination Chamber. But that's all to come. Uh, you know, I, I think uh, I think we're looking forward to this. And uh, in our February podcast, we'll tell you about the winner of that and we'll also tell you about Jeddah and Elimination Chamber. Oh, yeah. And of course, in February, we're looking forward to uh, North Wrestling, uh, their big show on the 5th of uh, February at the Anarchy Brewery in Walkergate, Newcastle. Yeah, absolutely looking forward to that. It's going to be a, it's going to be a belt of that. Um, it, I, I mean, at, at, at the time at the time of recording, there's still a few tickets left. Uh, if you want them, get in there, get to northwrestling.co.uk and uh, get them and get a book because it, it's it's a hell of a card. I mean, I mean, like I'm just going to dive straight in at the deep end. Robbie X versus Gabriel Kidd, dream match for years over the moon that it's actually happening and I'm even more ecstatic that it's happening on our doorstep. I mean, you've got like one of the best all-rounders in the UK who is in absolute peak physical condition at the moment, Robbie X, taking on the the young bull, um, Gabriel Kidd, who's been away and, tra- and has undergone a hell of a transformation since he's been trained over in Japan. Um, I mean, this is the thing as well. I mean, Yota Suji on the same night, it was in his class at the uh, the dojo. It was part of his Young Lions class is over in Carlisle on the same night. So whether you're on the east end of the country or the west end of the country, it's, uh, you know, you've, you've got a new Japan star on your doorstep. Wow. Doesn't happen often. Just uh, it doesn't, get, like. get there while you can. Anyway, that's, uh, that's our final thoughts for January. I hope you've enjoyed it. I shall pass you back to Demo for the sign-off. It's been great. I'm the genius. And you know what that is? Absolutely bloody fantastic. (laughs) It is. So thank you so much for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, and thank you out there for listening as well. Uh, it's been it's been a pleasure to bring this to you in in a slightly different format. And uh, yeah, we'll be going monthly from now on. We're on the Nova Radio Northeast uh, page uh, at you know at Nova Radio Northeast slash uh, Listen Again, or just click the Listen Again link there. Look for the Spanish Announce Table logo, and uh, you'll find and you'll find these programs in there. You can also keep up with any breaking news or anything that we uh, anything that happens of uh, of the major variety uh, over on the on the anchor feed we'll uh, we'll put things out as they uh, as they happen and as they as they occur and uh, we'll tie and like when we'll do the same as we did this month we'll tie everything up at the end of the month and put in a nice needle package for you to listen to at novaradio.co.uk and uh, we will see you later on and we'll see you ringside see you ringside